episode of dwn productions thc podcast sponsored by fast custom shirts here at boygob.com now with 50 percent more covid joe how are you doing this week uh this week i don't know i mean i'm busy and that's good but i think i may have taken on more work than i can handle for the coming week mm. uh I don't know, but at least I ain't got the monkey pox or anything, you know. <laughs> well, that's good. You've been you've been playing safe, as they say in the community. Yeah. No touching, <laughs> what I say. No touching. No meat touching, please. Oh, you wouldn't get that reference, but that's okay. Maybe one of the twenty-two people who uh, watched last time on YouTube would. We're falling fucking hard, Joe. I don't know what the hell happened. Somebody couple... told me that like maybe a month back they changed their I don't know, Algorithm. whatever it is they use for people to see your shit, you know, for it to pop up or whatever. So they changed all that. Yeah. The gotcha. Lake Lincoln logs or whatever. They changed that. Yeah, I don't understand how uh any of that fucking shit works and it seems like they're always fucking changing it so no fucking idea but uh we're here we're trying yeah. harder and harder to get monetized is what it is yeah but i mean we're not even trying to do that because fucking not really it's no goddamn secret we said this shit before like we enjoy sometimes talking to each other and shit and we've become better friends after doing this shit for 97 years. But when <laughs> it comes down to it, it's fucking promotion, you see. Yeah. That's kind of why we're kind of why we're doing this. It's just uh I it's not really a unique way anymore to promote, but maybe when we started doing the podcast it 
It was. Yeah, and uh, and we're not in this shit for free screeners or things like that. If we get sent them our way, but honestly, I don't want to review a lot of the shit that would get sent to us. <laughs> I you mean, know? I would. I like I watch, watching shit. So. I watch a lot of garbage on my own. I don't want to be, you know, feel obligated. Like, goddamn, I gotta watch this movie this week. <laughs> you know, one is enough. <laughs> one a week is enough. But we'll get to garbage later. Hey, uh, I'll be more than happy to fucking watch whatever you send me. Maybe within reason. Within <laughs> reason, there's just some shit I could not give a fuck about. But uh, that's all right. I don't know. I was fucking while I was sitting here. I was trying to think of a, a list for next week, and I, I don't have one. So hopefully, something good will something pop into my head the way it's been by the end of this week. fucking. Yeah. So uh, your week's been well. That's good. You've uh yeah lots yeah of work. Uh, that's good. Lots of work. I set up at the at a punk show. Um, Mr. Oh, I don't like punk music. Oh, shit. I was highly impressed with this concert. You know, and it's like as I was listening to it, oh, yeah, I did used to like this band. I did used to like this band. It's like the, a lot of the modern punk, I guess, is what I don't like uh, because it doesn't sound like punk. It's like more like <laughs> pop punk, I guess what you would call it. Bubblegum punk. No, nope, you were something. right at pop punk. But... Uh, but yeah, you know, I thought, well, you know, going to this show, maybe I shouldn't shower for like two weeks, <laughs> you know. So it was a crust punk show. Maybe they've been pissing on the floor, you know, for the whole week, getting the floor ready, you know, to be all sticky and shit. But no, it's like everybody kind of like, or at least everybody that went to this show, like kind of grew up, got jobs, learned a little bit about personal hygiene, you know. So it was cool. And uh I like going for free and selling my shit and making money and still get to watch the bands. There was a few bands that, yeah, I popped in and, nope, I'll go back to the table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah it was a good time. Witnessing you doing that. I saw a lot of people uh, from the Dallas area that I know, so that was cool. No, you think maybe because this concert was in the Dallas area? Yeah. Oh, yeah. who would have thought? Well, I don't live in. Well, I do live in the town. <laughs> you <laughs> live one town over. It's kind of like you living in the Houston area. You know? No, not at all. You live fucking like it's Dallas and then your town. No, it's Dallas and then uh, Richardson. Well, you and then don't need to say that because who knows who's fucking. Oh, they're all coming on anyway. They all know I'm in Garland. It has the address on the website. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah well. Uh,. To answer Jake Taft's question, thank you, Anthony. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Green Day is very punk. But uh, Lisa, my wife, she wanted to go see The Invitation, and we looked at that Thursday. We were looking to to go. It was already getting kind of late, close to the time to go, and uh, uh, ticket prices are, what, 18 bucks something to go to the movies? For one That's fucking it. ticket? What do you live in, New York? Fuck, I don't know. It's, it was like... It was eighteen bucks, uh, I guess, because the seats reclined. Who gives a fuck about that? You know, so we opted not to go, Jake. I told her we would just uh, go to the theater as soon as we could. As soon as I we... give it fucking two weeks, and legit, it'll be on fucking streaming. Yeah. So uh, skipped out on it. So I haven't heard anybody talking about it. I don't know if it's good, but the the trailer. 
had me thinking it was like like that other one that came out just a couple of years ago where the girl i don't know was getting married and like the oh, ready or not ready or not it looked a no lot this like is that. some pg-13 vampire movie well, what was that one was no he's in that movie ready or not was uh like a family who was like they own parker brothers or milton bradley or some shit like that and uh when they get married they have to like all play a game of death or something it's like mousetrap but you really die if you get caught or checkers and we yeah. shoot you in the head if you fucking get kinged or whatever the fuck but no, Jay this... makes another point that Lisa sent me a link to. It's they're doing a national theater day. It's three dollar tickets all day for any showing, Tom. I think that's uh, I don't know. Let me look what day it is. It's nationwide, nationwide. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe this weekend. Maybe it's Friday or something. An inconvenient day. So I won't be able to take advantage of that. Yes, Joe was hip on all the uh, all the uh, live stream shows from uh, musicians and bands and shit. If you go back to the uh, COVID diaries or whatever the fuck we called those section of shows, you will fucking be able to hear Joe say, yeah, wasn't that fucking great? Yeah. <laughs> There was maybe two that I thought were really good. Uh, and both of which were a la Zooilu. <laughs> well, until I learned a secret behind that one. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Anthony, we did. We, during COVID, watched a lot of live streams. The secret was it was a dead stream, you see. <laughs> <laughs> so it was not false advertising. No. But no, uh, but the punk scene, Tom, it reminds me a, a lot of uh, of your scene, the Juggalo scene, you know. With, That's with, my scene? With the hygiene and all that. Damn, I thought it was Zooligan shit. Well, I don't know. You tell yeah, me. Two, two different things, Joe. Okay. <laughs> two different things here. Come on. I'd like to think that we hold ourselves in a higher regard. Well, I don't think there is like a punk scene anymore. It's just like people. Well, I mean, up. there are, but they're all sixty-year-olds and shit. Yeah, maybe. If <laughs> if you got a job, you're not a punk. You know, if you, uh, I don't know, have a place to live, and you're not just couch surfing a lot, you're probably not a, a punk or whatever. But uh, but maybe the whole definition of it has changed. <laughs> if you own a house. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you if your socks match. You know? Yeah. If your skateboard works. Yeah. If you are free of uh, venereal diseases, <laughs> not fucking. Excuse me. <coughs> mm. You okay there, Tom? Yeah. Lucky I didn't shit my pants. That was that was the biggest thing I had during this thing. Well, the show just started. <laughs> That was me crossing my fingers for people listening at boycob.com. But yeah, uh, took my mom to the doctor because she wasn't feeling well. And then uh, they gave her a uh, they gave her a COVID test. And then she didn't get the results back till the next day. 
which you know now they have the 15 minute test so if you go to a doctor what the hell are they doing i'll give you the results in 24 hours so yeah i ended up getting it like uh she got the call we went so we went to to my sister's and then we went to uh uh, I went to Spirit looking for a bald cap. And shout out to all the people there going fucking nuts over the hot garbage at Spirit and Lowe's. Uh, shit. I mean, if you like stuff that doesn't really look like what it's supposed to, but it has that brand name on it, then good for you. If it makes you happy, God bless. But holy shit, I've seen a lot of people like, oh man, you see all this stuff at Lowe's? Yeah, I did when I was buying a new light fixture. It looks fucking terrible. So uh, have higher standards, I guess. But again, if it makes you happy, fuck my fat ass. If that makes you happy, then you're probably my wife. Uh, So what was I saying? So yeah, uh, on the way back from the grocery store, then she gets the call from the doctor saying, oh yeah, you, you got covid it was like what? <laughs> she she like looked at the tests and shit on whatever came up, and it was like all negative, 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 and then like hidden at the very bottom, I guess it said positive for it. So then uh, we get home, and maybe twenty minutes later, I started feeling like hot fucking garbage, and then uh, for maybe twelve hours, it was pretty rough. It was like hot and cold sweating and just not feeling well and then the next day it was just like oh kind of body achy i don't really feel great today i felt a little better but i was still able to go into the shop and make the molds and shit that i needed to so affects everybody differently uh people should uh the government should get slapped in the fucking mouth for uh trying to uh, force people to get these fucking shots and shit. <laughs> I I did not get it, and uh, I would say this was a little less than uh, the flu and uh, way less than that bacterial infection that I picked up from Frightmare. <laughs> so I know it affects everybody differently, and motherfuckers died from it. But Yeah, but this uh, strain of it's nowhere near like like the shit that when I had it, like that was fucked up. I was like in bed for a week, you know. And but I mean, maybe you're just a bitch. No, it was a different. <laughs> that's that's people were dying. Like now, people, oh, I got COVID. It's just a reason for them to take days off if they can, if they have a job that allows that. But know? shouldn't it be even more wild now because it's fucking getting immune to all this other shit? You would think, but nah, it's just, it's just weaker. We're stronger as a nation. I think I'm just a man, Joe. Uh, (laughs) I mean, because when I had it, I had the worst one you can get. Except if you died, I guess that was a little worse. (laughs) But during all that time, I never shit myself. So I didn't either. Luckily, I made it to the uh, to the bathroom. It was funny. I went to a buddy's house. I'm not going to name names, but uh, he may or may not be a juicy boy. So I went over to his house and it just hit me. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to shit piss my fucking pants. So uh, I go to his bathroom and that's where he keeps all three of his cats. So 
as I'm fucking hot fucking piss shitting in his toilet for like 20 minutes. I got cats crawling all on me. I'm trying to cover up my wang hanging off the edge of the toilet so they don't go shit trying to fucking claw the tip of my cock off. Then get get done. Then they they like to keep the house pretty pretty hot too. So that didn't help the situation. <laughs> and then about five minutes later, right back at it, had to run back in with the cats and shit. And, you know, after the third time, it was like, appreciate you having me over, but it's time for me to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> and so I guess that was the first sign. I thought it was some bad jalapeno and cheddar sausage, but uh, it was not. I guess it was it was my body saying, hey, boy, you got that COVID now. Don't shit your pants. And if you run out of toilet paper, just use a cat's back. <laughs> You're shit in your own house, son. Yeah, because, you know, it's cool, cooler. And I don't have fucking animals crawling on my fucking legs. And you know the up. layout, you know. And, <laughs> you know, if you do run out of paper, you know where the extra rolls are, you know. I don't yeah. have to protect my fucking cock from fucking animals swiping at it and shit it's a lot a lot of pressure when you're when you're pissing out of your booty hole joe or some folks would call it a poony hole some folks (laughs) but yeah it was like 12 hours uh well this fucking sucks and then just kind of body achy and swimmy and then uh Tough it up today, you fat fuck. You got work to do. Ain't nobody else going to do it but you. So that's what I did, and I got shit done. I'm going to try and sleep in tomorrow and get back at it. Yeah. I'll be in the shop late, late every day this week. Just trying to catch up on all the shit I said I could do. Well, it's good. It's money coming in, Joe. It is. It is. I can use that. And take that money and refill that pot. Mm-hmm. Got the rent due coming up. It's mm. First in the middle of the week. So, yeah. It sure is. Mm-hmm. Just sneaks up on you. Like <laughs> it's like, oh, that's due again. Okay. Yeah. Not only that, but the old uh, Frightmare things went out. So, there right. it goes for uh, the tables, the vendor stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then there goes another 500 and some bucks just. Um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, Maybe it's that long COVID. Since you've been on the shitter a whole lot, I'm guessing you watched a lot of movies. On my phone. Yeah. Hey, man, did you know I got the movie theater on my phone? <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to that soon enough. All right. Ten year anniversary edition, you fucks. So yeah, you watch anything? I watched a short documentary <laughs> on Apple TV called Who Are You, Charlie Brown? Charlie Charlie Brown. Uh it's a documentary, Tom, about Charles Schultz. And he's the guy that uh created the Peanuts gang and the Peanuts newspaper strip and drew it for quite a long time. So it's about him just being a pansy kid, uh, 
nobody liked him, but he would just doodle. And he loved reading the, the Sunday funnies, Tom. And he, that was his dream, to do a Sunday funny. And finally he did. And it was a big one. And it made him all kinds of money. At the same time, while this documentary is going on, Charlie Brown is having to write an essay about himself. But he can't think of anything good about himself to write about. Anything noteworthy. You know, he's pretty much considers himself a nobody. So it goes back and forth, documentary, Charlie Brown. And we're seeing the parallels between Charlie Brown and all his friends and Charles Schultz, you see, because they came from his mind. So they're each a piece of him. And I haven't seen a Charlie Brown cartoon in I don't know fucking how long. And I don't know. I don't know. You know, this shit's kind of goofy. You know, it's just like, I don't know. The stuff with the Snoopy's pretty cool. Because Snoopy, like, you know, brings Charlie Brown his bowl and, like, hey, feed me. He's like, hey, dogs kind of do shit like that. Or they see Charlie Brown grab the bowl and he starts dancing around. Dogs do shit like that. Uh, I don't know. It was only an hour long. So this documentary, it's all right. I'm starting to think, and I'm only going to watch stuff that's maybe 40 to, you know, an hour and 10 minutes. 40 to 70 minutes is going to be my time limit. I'll watch it shit from now on. Knows how much time you got left. Yeah. Got to watch everything on fast forward. Yeah. If you're making a kaiju movie, don't make it too fucking long, but we'll get to that. We will. Uh, yeah. Charlie, who are you, Charlie Brown? And they talk to notable celebrities like Kevin Smith, who's dressed like a complete asshole, <laughs> wearing a jacket and camouflage shorts and stupid fucking shoes. This guy's just dumb as shit. Um, he looks like he has a wasting disease, but he's still wearing the same clothes he had when he was a big fat guy. Yeah, it's like, go get a new another wardrobe. You got a few bucks. Mm. But... Yeah, he didn't start crying or anything. What? Are you sure it was Kevin Smith? (laughs) Maybe if they closed in, we would have seen like some red in his eyes or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. What'd you watch, Tom? I watched the new A24 joint called Funny Pages. Have you heard of this, Joe? No, I have not. This is one of their non-horror releases, which I tend to like a lot more than their horror releases. This is about a uh, senior in high school who wants to become a cartoonist, like drawing comic (laughs) books and shit. So uh, it starts out with... uh, This is the Charles Schultz story. (laughs) Just wait for it. So uh, it starts out with him and his art teacher, this big fat guy, looking at fucking Tijuana Bibles, which if you don't know what the fuck those are, those are like fucking Great Depression porno comics. Like little, what are they, chick chick tracks, but with cum in them. Yeah, like Daddy Warbucks would be fucking Little Orphan Annie and Sandy, you know. Yeah. So, uh, it, uh, uh, it like they they're just talking about uh like college and stuff, and he's just the art teacher's like, oh no, you don't you don't need that. You just gotta send what you have now to Mad Magazine and just 
give them your stuff and the fucking kid like he's into like fucking our crumb goofy fucking porno shit so uh he's just like oh you know but the art schools they want they want like figure drawings and shit and the fucking art teacher's like oh you want to draw figures huh so he pops his fucking clothes off stands on the desk and says draw me so the kid starts drawing this guy and his fucking alarm goes off. It's like, oh, shit, I got to go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I got to go. I got to get out of here. So the kid's walking home and uh, the fucking art teacher pulls up in his car next to him. He's like, hey, man, I hope I didn't creep you out back there. I just wanted to help you, you know, just uh, get in my car and I'll drive you to work. Oh no no that's all right it's just fucking five minutes away I like the walk I like the walk it's like oh man you're making this shit weird I wasn't trying to be a creep or anything like that just just show me that everything's cool and get in the car and then a car slams into him and a Christmas tree goes through his windshield and impales the guy and this all happens before the credits so uh the kid, when he goes back to school, he sees uh, the janitor cleaning out the uh, art teacher's uh, class. He's just like, oh, fuck, I got to get my stuff back. So instead of, you know, just asking for the stuff and just going in there when school's open, he breaks the fucking windows out with a baseball bat and him and his buddy uh, go and steal all of their, all of their shit back. <laughs> and... Uh, he goes to court, ends up getting a job with the public defender that uh, helped him out in his case. And there uh, he's like types like brief notes about what the people who come to see her are saying about their case. And this one fucking nut comes in. He did something in a Rite Aid. We don't know. It was some kind of violent thing. I'm guessing or something, but this guy, he's like fucking, you could tell he's un, unhinged. He's a nut, but it comes up that he used to be a color separator for image and the, the fucking kid. Now he's just like, Oh, this is, this is great. This guy used to work for image and shit, but this guy is clearly unhinged and fucking nuts. And it's just like him trying to get this guy to help him like with his art and shit. It reminded me of like a 90s indie movie. Uh, kind of looked like it. Had the feel of it for sure. Uh, it was it was pretty good. I liked it. I think you would dig it. Definitely one of the uh, better A24 movies out there, in my opinion. Not as good as Marcel the Shell, but still pretty good. Uh I noticed monsters in the background of the uh, comic shop. One of your favorites. The kid was wearing a milk and cheese shirt like old David from Roseanne in a couple scenes. Uh, a lot of the motherfuckers in this movie's ugly as shit. Like they just fucking, they cast mugs like a motherfucker. Uh, the kid ends up like, cause he's, he's kind of a fucking spoiled bitch ass motherfucker. Like, his, their parents are trying to help him do the right thing. He just keeps making the wrong decisions. He moves by himself to a shitty part of town. He ends up, like, uh, rooming in a basement fucking apartment thing with two other guys. Much older guys. Like, they live in pretty much the boiler room. 
of the fucking apartment building. So it's always hot and fucking everyone's always sweating and shit down there. And uh, one night he hears like loud music and shit. And uh, he's knocking on the door like, hey, man, can you turn it down? Can you turn the shit down, please? He's, he's like thinking, oh, shit, is he fucking dead in there? And then he opens up the door and just sees the guy all fucking like splayed out like, uh, like he's fucking dead and shit. And he has a Tijuana Bible in his hand. And then you pan over. He's laying on the bed. And then you pan over and the other fucking guy who lives there, he's on the ground fucking beaten off looking at the fucking Tijuana Bible. And the kid just scoops his shit up and fucking gets the fuck out of there. (laughs) And this all takes place around Christmas. This is the wildest fucking Christmas movie I've seen in a minute. But, uh, yeah, I'd recommend it. It's fucking... It's wild shit. It's uh, it's not a perfect movie, but uh, it's definitely worth a watch for sure. I would say give it a watch before the end of the year, since I'm sure you're looking for movies to add to the old list. Definitely. But uh, there's a whole, there's not a whole lot, but there's some dialogue in there about like superhero comics versus other kind of comics. Because the kid, like I said, he's not really into superhero shit. Who is? Uh, You. I mean, you say you're not, but all you do is post shit about superhero comics. Yeah, just finished the (laughs) Sinestro graphic novel. (laughs) Well, he's a super villain, you see. Super villain, yeah. (laughs) It's good shit, too. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. It's uh, it's on Prime now. I think it was a $7 rental, which, I mean, isn't bad, all things considered. So, yeah, I mean, wait a month or two. I'm sure it'll be free on Prime or maybe a couple bucks or just go see it in the theater, maybe, Joe. But yeah, I would uh, say it's worth a watch. Jake Taft brings up the new Orphan movie, which I haven't seen, but I rewatched Orphan because Lisa had never seen it. And uh, it's all right. It's still a, an all right flick if uh, you don't know by now. I mean, you should. Uh, it's about a family that adopts a little girl that dresses kind of weird, like old-timey-like. And uh, the little girl just starts fucking shit up, you know? Like, you know, it's one of the kid movies, the kid killer movies that was coming out. that seemed to be popular at the time, I guess. And uh, But it's not a kid. Here's the fucking twist. It's not a kid. It's some crazy lady from Estonia that... Uh, has this genetic disease where she doesn't look like she's aging. So she looks like a little kid. And uh, all she wants to do is hook up with one of the dads that adopts her. So when they always reject her, you know, no, you're a little kid. I don't fuck little kids. (laughs) She goes crazy and kills them. So will that happen with this family? Oh, fuck. I don't know. You'll have to watch the movie. No, it doesn't. Uh, She gets killed at the end. Um, it's got some good moments. It's a, it's, it's a, a little more violent than I remembered. I remember. I don't even know if it's rated R or not, but uh, it's got some stabbing moments. The girl gets kicked in the face pretty good. Uh, I dig it. I think it's a, it's a good flick. So when they find out that she's not a kid, do they take a peek at the goods? 
No, they find out like right at the moment when she's trying to seduce the dad, and the lady runs from the hospital, drives from the hospital, <laughs> you know, because it's cold out, you know, and it's a long ways <laughs> away. Needs the heat on. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she Tokyo drifts over there because it's snowing. Black ice. <laughs> yes. African American ice. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a flick that still holds up. So yeah, Jake, I'll probably watch the new one and talk about it next week. We'll see. First kill. I wonder what <laughs> this one's gonna be about. Can't wait, Joe. Excuse me. Yeah. Have you seen <clears throat> Orphan, Tom? No. Okay. No interest. Thanks, so. <laughs> Our top ten favorite orphans. God, <laughs> number two, Annie, Batman, <laughs> Superman. Oh shit! I watched. Uh, well, going back from a few episodes ago, we were talking about Showgirls and the uh, Umbrella Blu-ray release, and I said thirty dollars is just too much. Sure, it's a write-off, but that's just too much. So it went down to twenty. I bought it. Uh, it had a bonus feature, a documentary about the making of Showgirls, which it's not. It's called You Don't Know Me, N-O-M-I. Know me. That was the broad's name in the movie, you see. Elizabeth Berkeley's name. Yes. And uh, sort of kind of about the making of the movie. It starts out like that. Uh, the gist of it is it really wasn't made to be this goofy, silly movie. It was made to be this hard-hitting drama. But uh, old Verhoeven just directed everybody very terribly. And we got what we got. And then it goes on to like uh, people who, who was influenced by this movie. And uh, the section covers like uh, drag queens who put on stage shows of uh, this. It's not good. To be fair, I'm not into drag queen shit. It's okay if you are, but it seems like they were totally missing the point of the movie. Like, there's there's like, yeah, there's this time where we send all the drag queens into the audience, and they're just filthy, horrible-looking queens, and they give everybody lap dances. The idea is to make everybody puke. Just like, all right, then. And then uh, there's another lady who uh, does, uh, like, a stage off-Broadway version of it, and she just goes way over the top with it, like with the acting, with the facial expressions. I get it. I took theater in high school and college. You got to make sure the people in the back row can see you. But they just took it a little too far to where it's, it's just a parody and not really capturing the essence of what it was. And this documentary tries to say like, oh yeah, Showgirls is for the gay community. It's like, oh, it's kind of for everybody who likes to laugh at hot garbage. So, mm. and then at the end, it talks about like how that fucking lady who did the off-Broadway show got raped. And it was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck are we doing here? 
And there's like the guy who made the movie, he like narrates it and has like these hard hitting scenes where he's sitting back in a chair drinking whiskey, dissecting showgirls. And it's just get the fuck out of here. It was pretty fucking garbage. But so they uh, talked to Paul Verhoeven though, right? No. Like no. there's some archival interviews with people who were in the movie, but nobody who was in the movie was actually Elizabeth interviewed. Burke, talked to her, right? Nobody who was actually in the movie or had a part of the movie were interviewed from this. Now they might have been interviewed in the past and clips were taken and put in this documentary. But uh like all the people who were interviewed were just like film critics and this fucking the drag queen and the other person. It's just it's fucking garbage. And Kevin Smith. And Kevin Smith cried. Because he didn't get the suck cocks or something. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it uh it sucks. And you know, I like movies or documentaries and shit about making movies, but this one is just pretty fucking lousy. But there's a fucking lot of tits in it, so if you wanna whack off to a documentary, this would probably <laughs> be the one to do it too but i can highly suggest watching the actual movie because it's a fucking great piece of shit that so fucking funny so fucking funny god damn it's a it's a ridiculous movie joe can you it believe is. that it's pretty great <laughs> would recommend the movie not the fucking documentary and it was crazy Besides fucking pornos, this is the first fucking disc I seen with tits on it. I opened that shit and I was like, God damn, all right. Crazy. Well, Tom, I uh I finished volume one of the Cardona collection from our friends at the Vinegar Syndromes. I wouldn't call them friends. Uh yeah, a couple of them are all right. All right. Um, so this movie, this one, the third one in this set is called Cyclone. And it is about a cyclone, kind of. It's a, It showcases three groups. One's like a fishing boat, and the other one's a tour boat, one of those glass bottom boats, you know, so you can look <laughs> down and see. Glass like bottom boat rides. Yeah. And then the third one is a is a plane flight, you know. So uh, the authorities get a call from the weather station saying, "Hey, we got a cyclone on the way." Because that's the name of the movie, the cyclone. So we get stock footage of uh, clouds rolling in and winds blowing and shit. And uh, and the plane, when we see the exterior of the plane, they're flying in the daytime and it's bright and there's hardly any clouds. But we cut real quick to the interior, the cockpit, and there's fucking dark clouds, and it's just raining like fucking crazy. Let's cut back to the exterior again, outside of the plane. Hey, not a cloud in the sky, you know. But hey, this is a low budget movie. I get it. I get it. So the cyclone fucks up the fishing boat. They have to get in the lifeboat. It doesn't fuck up the uh, glass bottom boat. But hey, they ain't got no food. They ain't got no water. The plane wrecks, does one of them sea landings, and they're just kind of stuck out there in their flotation devices. So we keep cutting to each group, uh, 
shark pops up and kills one of the airline passengers floating. So, yeah, there's uh, stock footage of sharks, but at least they're not being killed like in that other uh, Bermuda Triangle movie I co- copied, covered a couple of weeks ago. Eventually, they all get together, and they're all in a glass-bottom boat, and it becomes like that movie Alive, you know, where <laughs> they're trying to decide. They know, all like, turn into soccer players. Who's going to die <laughs> that we can eat them, you know? And, like, who's going to fight over what little water we have? And it's more of a survival movie, but I can't recommend it. At one point, this lady in, on the boat, she has, like, a little dog with her. And one guy gets super pissed off, grabs the dog and just chunks it off of the off of the boat. And they did this fucking for real. Like they're they didn't fake this shit. This this was fucked up. A guy dives in after it, you know, pulls it out. Hey, this is food. What are you doing? Slices his throat. I don't know if that was real or not, but still it's Can just I like, ask you a question? Yeah. Was this a Chinese guy who said, Hey, this is food? <laughs> I'm guessing not, because you didn't say it with an accent. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so that was, uh, took me out of the movie. Like, hey, I could forgive all this other bullshit. I can't forgive this. Uh, I didn't give a fuck after that point. Uh, they get rescued. More people die. More people are eaten by sharks. Uh, fuck this movie. <laughs> Well, the good thing about vinegar syndrome is you can wait till they go out of print and then fucking idiots will pay four times what it originally went for. So, Which I might do just because of this movie. I would have kept it for the other two, you know, that gold hunting movie and the Bermuda Triangle had some laughs. But yeah, this one just, nah, not for me. Mm. Sorry to hear that, Joe. Yeah. That's all I watched, Tom. Well, uh, I watched The Undertaker starring Joe Spinell. This was put out by our friends at Vinegar Syndrome. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Have you seen it? I saw pieces of it, I think, on a special edition of Maniac. So uh, this is a very, very disjointed movie. They said the movie was all shot and completed, but uh, how it was put together and shit and edited, I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure I watched the uh, right edited movie because I guess Code Red put out a version uh, years ago. Let's just say that and all the... uh, scenes were all out of place and it was all garbage this one looked better except for uh one scene while they were watching a movie in a movie theater that looked the movie looked really bad but besides that it looked pretty decent uh joe spinell plays a fucking sleazeball like he does in every fucking movie don't think there's anybody better at playing that type of character than well, he's him. He's always got the cocaine sweats, you know. Like <laughs> he needs another fucking line. He needs a rail or a bump or something to get him through the next scene. Everybody in this fucking movie was so goddamn sweaty. I haven't seen a movie with people sweating so much since Strike Commando. And those motherfuckers were in the Philippines or some shit. 
But uh, yeah, it's just an undertaker fucking killing people. Why? It's not to bring in more money. It's uh, they the fucking like uh, the synopsis says an undertaker kills people to keep his friends. Not really. <laughs> he just fucking hangs them up in laundry bags for one reason or another. And uh, that's really it. The ending kind of comes out of nowhere and it just ends. It's just like, what the fuck? Like the scene before it, or not the scene before it, but the the cut before it, I guess you would call it. He's wearing something totally different. It's fucking weird and it sounds like it's a piece of fucking shit, but I would recommend it because <laughs> it's worth the watch when Vinegar Syndrome has their uh, halfway sale. Not halfway, what is it? Their uh, Black Friday sale. I'll uh, pick this up because I want to listen to the commentary track and interviews to find out just what the fuck is going on here. But uh, this movie made me, one, want to give Maniac another shot because I never cared about this movie. But Joe Spinell is fucking awesome in those parts. Over this year, I've seen him in a couple things. What the fuck? I know he was in Cruising. Cruising. And I know there was fucking something else I seen him in. And just this motherfucker has got a face on him. And when I have time, I want to try and sculpt this fucking guy. Because his face is just, he's got that fucking Bronson face. Like, what the fuck? It's just. You hear that, Anthony? Ask and you shall receive. How about what? that? Yeah, that was uh, Anthony. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go, dog. Whenever I get some time. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to sculpt the fucking dog soldiers. But then I got hit with a bunch of shit. Every time I think that, yeah, I'm going to have some time to do some stuff, no, which is good. I'm not complaining because nobody buys my shit anyways. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> so don't get it twisted. Da -da 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 -da. I am very happy with uh, making all the shit that I get paid for. But looking back on this year, man, I fucking barely made anything. Just a couple quick fucking half masks bang out in a fucking couple hours or whatever in one full head mask. I just kind of, two people might have bought one off. Yeah, but uh, my output, output of shit that I've added to the site, which used to be constant, is pretty pretty slow now. It's It's rare that i get to do anything like that but like you said we're busy we're staying busy Appreciate which is good it's yeah. just but just sometimes as artists there's things you want to fucking do just to you know get out of your system and if it's something to do for you or whatever the words are that i'm trying to say it's just an outlet i don't know i yeah. i have covid retardation joe <laughs> But yeah, I would uh I definitely like to like to try that out. And then I'll have sex with the mouth hole. <laughs> and the final movie I watched this week was a uh, flick from across the pond, mate. It's called Brian and Charles. This is, is a robot movie, right? Yes, it is, Joe. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. What Washing machine robot, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh uh timid gentle fellow 
who lives out in the countryside of Wales. He uh, he just he wants to build shit. He just builds shit. None of the shit really works out how he wants to. But you know, fuck it. That's what he wants to do. He wants to build shit. So one day he builds a robot, and uh, it's just you know the robot. Uh, it's kind of an allegory for growing up and letting your children out into the world. Uh, you know, it's a nice, sweet little movie. There's not really a whole lot I can say without completely spoiling the whole fucking thing. But uh, if you want like a nice, sweet little wholesome movie and you can get past the fact that I guess in this world there are no cops and everybody acts like fucking children, then give it a shot. But uh, you really got to get past those two things because uh, there's like a family of fucking bullies in this town and everybody's scared of them. And all they have to do is like, hey, man, fuck this shit. He's like robbing me, pushing me around. Let's call the cops or at least punch him in the fucking mouth. But as long as you can get past that, like it's a it's a nice little movie that may get an honorable mention. Maybe it'll make the fucking list how this year's going. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would recommend it if you're looking for like a well-made, sweet movie. <laughs> Not like, sweet! But, a, oh, that was heartwarming. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow Flash. Uh <laughs> So, Joe, this is called what? Gamera versus how do you pronounce this thing's name? Baragon. Baragon. Uh, yeah. So, in the last movie, as Tom said, they planet hulked Gamera, shot him off into space, and we see that. We see that happen. But boom, a meteorite or a comet hits fucking Gamera's ship right back to Earth. So I like Gamera, how you called it a ship. Gamera is kind of shell-shocked, you know, dizzy from that spinning he does when he's flying. So he keeps crashing into a dam when he's just trying to go. So I don't know what the fuck he's trying to do here. But, you know, hey, fuck. You know, we know we got Gamera in the title, but fuck that. Let's just make this a kind of a heist movie. And so we got three guys that are going to go hunt down some hidden treasure in the jungles of... Uh, I forgot where they were. Uh, the place for Jim Jones. Australia. New yeah. Guinea. The New land Guinea. filled of Japanese people in yeah. blackface. Japanese people dressed as natives and everything. And, you know, there just so happens to be one girl named Karen that speaks Japanese. And so, oh, that cave you want to go to? Don't go there. That's bad shit. Bad I want to go down that road. Mm-mm. But they do. And they find the gem or whatever, the, the, the opal, the topaz that they're after. It's really an egg that turns into a rotting testicle. Yeah. But one of the guys betrays the other two, says, ha ha, I'm going back to Japan. I'm getting like, all the money. Everybody but, looks like Japanese, except this dude who looks like a Mexican fellow. He, he does. It's fucking and weird. And that's why they cast him as like the bad guy. <laughs> fucking racist shit, these Japs. But anyway, <laughs> things are going good, but he gets athlete's foot. So <laughs> he has to 
to do. No, seriously, he gets athlete's foot. So the way they treat athlete's foot is they use infrared. Back in the day. Which is just a heat lamp, you know? It's just a heat lamp. Put it on your foot. Uh, he says, fuck it, you know, he's going to go play Mahjong. And just leaves the, the topaz, the opal, whatever it is under the heat lamp and so that it turns that gem into a baked potato that starts pulsing 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 and boom this stupid little fucking lizard comes out but that lizard shit that lizard's just gonna grow and grow and bust its way out of the ship i'll be honest with you i thought the little lizard monster that came out looked pretty cool i did okay uh, so the monster busts out of the boat into the sea. We'll come back to this very important plot point because he jumps into the sea to get out of there, right? Right, probably okay. should have died, but right, <laughs> you know. So, uh, in the meantime, the guy that got betrayed, you know, he was a they caused a cave in so he could die. He actually made it out. We see that Karen and the Japanese natives in New Guinea, they saved him. And she said, oh, y'all fucked up. Y'all let out Babaluba. Barragon. Barragon. You released Barragon, you know, and he only comes out once every thousand years. And I've been waiting. You know, I've been waiting. So we got to go to Japan and help everybody out. And how we're going to do that is this diamond. This diamond, what it does, because Barragon can shoot out a rainbow. That's and that just does. fucking triggers Gamera. He says, no, uh, not on my watch. I'm going to rain on your parade. Mm-hmm. And just fucking stabs him in the fucking head just for celebrating this fucking month. So we have five more minutes of Gamera. And, and by this time, I guess 40 minutes have gone. You know, and we've got very little giant monster action. Well, I mean, there's some. It's just, you know. Not the best. But, hey, Gamera and Beauregard, they face off for like two minutes just yelling. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Anyway, the big problem is that rainbow effect that he's got, you know, so... They're going to use this diamond to shoot the <laughs> rainbow back at him? I think that rainbow effect is what's called or referred to as a freak flag. Yeah. And he was flying it. So they've got a plan called the Rainbow Connection or <laughs> the, the Rainbow diamond Coalition. Scheme. They called it the Diamond Scheme or some shit like that to reflect it. But it turns out that diamond doesn't work anymore because of the because it's the, not mutated because of the rays the rays for curing athletes foot <laughs> mutated uh bazooka even further so yeah bazooka's immune to the to the diamond shit so everybody's sad what are we gonna do what are we gonna oh wait a minute we can create a giant mirror that might work well they make a death ray to put the fucking diamond, the diamond in. Yeah. A super mega death ray or whatever dumb fucking shit they called it. So, uh, oh, one thing I failed to mention is uh, 
what the fuck's it? Bear gone? Yes. Bear be gone, but Teddy Ruxpin, uh, <laughs> he's got a tongue that can freeze things. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. I don't know if it's so much a tongue or some kind of weird organ. But, he's also uh, got googly eyes posted on the side of his head. Yeah, but that's not the uh, worst part of the design <laughs> because uh, they just give him this giant fucking Joker smile that goes all the way in the back of his head. So even when Gamera stabs him in the fucking head and half of his back's blown out, he's just smiling and bleeding to death. There's maybe two shots where Baragon or whatever looks pretty decent, you know, but as soon as they show him from the side, it just looks silly. Yeah, it's you just silly looking see that suit there. folding and looking like yeah. a trash bag. The guy crawling around inside it, you know. Uh, Gamera looks better in this one, though. Granted, it's not fucking awesome, but it looks but, a lot better. But I'd say Gamera gets maybe a total of 10 minutes of screen time in this movie. This is barely a Gamera movie. <laughs> that turtle's hardly in this shit. But anyway, yeah, when all their plans fail, Gamera comes back, kicks this thing's ass, throws him in the water, which water is the weakness of Beauregard. <laughs> you know, if he'll dissolve in water. He'll start bleeding purple blood. But uh, I guess... They forgot about that when he escaped from the ship initially. This should have been a non-issue at all. Or when he walks into the water. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, fuck, my feet should be melting right now. But they're not, you know. that like They don't play by their own rules in this movie. It, it has like, to be water coming from above him, I think. Yes. <laughs> uh, so if he just would have wore a fucking raincoat, he would have been all right. Yeah, this movie's not good. I didn't care for it. it. It's way too long. Uh, no, not as good as the first one. I liked it. It doesn't have the goofy charm of the first one, but there is some cool stuff in it. I would say it's worth watching if you like these kind of movies. But yeah, you could easily chop 20 minutes out of this motherfucker and but uh, you weren't the only one who thought this was boring as shit, Joe. So did all the children who went to see this movie when uh, when it was released. This was uh, made to be like an A picture, as they called it, and gave it a lot more money than the first Gamera movie and uh, made it more of what they called an adult melodrama. And when all this stuff without Gamera or the other Baragon, sorry. I was going to say the other monster, but I know it's got her. her? I'm not sure what the fuck it is. I know its name, and it's Baragon. But, uh, yeah. When, uh, I forgot who it was. It's in this book. I read the little blurb about it, and, uh, they said, uh, maybe the producer or the director, the head of Daye, can't remember. They went in and saw all the kids yawning and shit when, uh, Baragon or Gamera wasn't in screen. And he said, fuck this. We're course correcting for the next one and bringing it back to the roots. Make yeah. Gamera for the children. 
So, so yeah, I mean, if this had more money, it didn't show. Yeah, the, it did. It was in color. Was much better uh, with the miniatures and all that. The miniatures in this sucked. Like the, when they had those rockets going up, they could barely fucking move. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'll say this. There, there's two fight scenes that are funnier and better than the fight between the kaiju monsters. And that's like... Uh, the fight between the guy that stole the the gym fucking egg thing and the guy on crutches and his wife. <laughs> That's a great funny fight scene. They just, that fucking wife got the shit beat she the fuck did. out of her. <laughs> Holy shit! If you like domestic violence, this is the movie for you. It's fucking great. <laughs> and the fucking Mexican guy pulls a knife. Who would have thought that shit was gonna happen? Yeah, rich blade. Oh man, come on. Uh, yeah, uh, it was all right. Goofy as shit, but uh, didn't have all the charm as the last one. Say, if this... you're a completist and need to watch all these things, if you feel that need, go for it. But uh, I'd say you can skip out on this one. And I'll say this: our friends. It Arrow, they did a fucking great job of restoring this thing. This movie looks way fucking better than it should, for real. Like, I was kind of shocked at how good this fucking movie looked. Because, again, I am... Oh, this is so heavy, mate. I am watching them with these. And, fuck, it's so heavy. One of these... uh. Maybe this week I'll get back into the uh, special features, but I remember when I first got it. Uh, a lot of it's in Japanese, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things I actually got to sit down and watch, and it can't just be the shit in the fucking background, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, tune, tune in next week where uh, got, next week is Gaios. So... Let's see what uh, their version of Rodan is all about. Jake's drunk tonight. Congratulations, Jake. Oh, yeah. Enjoy that shit. Drink some water so you don't feel like a fucking tampon in the morning. Yeah, just at least a glass before you go to bed. I tend to forget that a lot, too. But uh, it would be good if others did. And yes, yes, we're swinging into another issue of Spider-Man's neck. It says, uh, if you'll remember last time, when we left Spider-Man's, he was just dangling in the air like the vulture just said, hey, fuck you, dude. I'll just drop you right here. Like, why didn't he ever think of this before? Well, doesn't matter because even though he's too far up to catch a web, he still can make a web between, I don't know, he makes just like a trampoline or some shit. It's fucking Oh, dumb. no, I'm out, of, I'm out of fucking web fluid. Tune in next month. Oh, shit, never mind. I have some... Had just enough, mm-hmm. just enough to make this big old fucking trampoline. Who saw like, that coming? Everybody. So, I don't know. He's still on the mystery of this girl that got murdered in front of Mary Jane's place. And he's still like, he goes back to the Daily Bugle and like, hey, J. Jonah Jameson cusses him out for not getting any pictures when he was there. And, uh, and rightfully so, I think, you know, that's your fucking job, you know, pull out the camera, take a picture or two, you know, um, and then what has, this is a very forgettable issue. I've already forgotten. I just read the shit today, but, uh, he fights 
the fucking vulture again. He takes a cab ride. Uh, turns out this is not the vulture. This is just some other guy that did some, I don't know. What was his name? Dr. Salou? Dr. Scholes. I don't know. He, some you know, French shit. Did some shit so he could graft himself with the vulture's costume. And he was, they face. were studying mutations. Yeah. Him and the uh, lady that he didn't kill. Right. Because the lady that he did kill was the twin of this girl. And the moral of the story, because this girl didn't turn him in, is you're just as guilty if you're quiet about a murderer and let a murderer go free. <laughs> we get some heavy-handed fucking preaching to it at the end of this. And, and some heavy inking. Yeah. Maybe... You know, if this issue had been worth the shit, that message would have stuck with me. And I thought, you know what? I shouldn't be silent about all the murderers I've seen, you know, in the past years. But, no, nah, it just wasn't good enough to sway me. Yeah. Uh, better luck next week. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so next week we're going into one of them key issues they, they talk about. So join us. As we talk about the first appearance of Frank Castle, the Punisher, hero to cops everywhere. I remember in school, I mean college, uh, we were all like on our lab coats. They would send away to have them embroidered. And uh, this fucking dildo kid, he's just like, oh, can I have mine say Punisher? Or the Punisher. He was like, oh, oh, yeah. And the fucking teachers didn't even like this guy. So he got his lab coat back and it said the anal Punisher. <laughs> that guy was a piece of shit. So fuck him. <laughs> Goddamn anal Punisher. <laughs> That's why Tom didn't invite you to his party. No, I mean, that's fucking, that's just dickheaded, stupid kid shit, and I fucking feel bad about that shit. The kids are fucking assholes. Sorry, dog, but the anal Punisher kid can fuck right off. This was college, so I mean, he was just a punk-ass bitch, not a kid. So, Hey, Joe, you dislike movie posters? Sometimes, Tom. Sometimes. So we're going... Uh, to count down tonight the posters that we think are shit, that they, we think are just stupid or fucking lousy or whatever. And my honorable mentions, I have X-Men First Class. This just has like a silhouette of Magneto and then some guy's face like right in the middle. I think maybe it's the guy that plays Professor X. You can't tell because it looks like shit and it's a stupid fucking poster. Then I have ghost town which has the skeleton cowboy walking down the the main street that, that thing's fucking dumb i never watched that movie because the uh because posters that, suck today posters suck. yeah <laughs> then i have blair witch 2 book of shadows just some fucking red yelling face or something <laughs> dumb uh then i have the bad seed and that's because this is a really good movie and it's got a, a shitty poster that doesn't really tell you what, you know, about the movie. But posters back then, they were more about, hey, who's in it or whatever. Who is it produced by? That was the big thing. But poster sucks. 
And then I have the poster of The Shining. It's just a yellow poster. It says The Shining has like a kind of a yelling face in one of the letters or something. Kind of weird alien Sasquatch thing. Yeah, just a shitty looking poster. Those are my honorable mentions. It's pretty good, Joe. I think I'm going to ruffle a couple feathers with my honorable mentions and my list, but that's okay. Uh, I have, in general, the original kaiju posters, like the original Gamera in Japanese. It's just a fucking image with just a bunch of fucking words barfed all over it. That's fucking the majority of Japanese posters. It's like, man, do you, do you got the whole fucking script on there or what? Ugly. Mm-hmm. And then I have the original Universal Monster posters. Just don't care for that layout and how they look. I'm sure that was what you had to do at the time, but they just look like old-timey bullshit, and I just don't care for the A lot of those look really layout. boring. Yeah. yeah. And then I have the Dead Alive poster where it's the fucking mouth with the fucking whole skull in the mouth. That's just an anatomy nitpick that I have, and it just doesn't line up how it would be, and it just it doesn't look right because anatomically, that's in this. It's just it's not good with all the stuff you could have done. That not for me. And again, another layout thing. The artwork's okay, but the original Texas Chainsaw poster with its weird setup and just giant letters and shit. You could have. Come on, just format it a little better. And then I have the Sin City poster where it's like all the cast with some color in their skin and shit. It's just like, why don't you try and do something better to at least represent the comic book? And even if you didn't, why did you put color in their faces and shit when it's not in the fucking movie? You had a chance to do something artistic, and you didn't. You just made your fucking movie with stars on it, so fuck you. And those were my honorable mentions. At number 10, I have the poster to Big starring Tom Hanks, and this is just him smiling. Yeah, I got a stupid little <laughs> smile on the cover, or the poster. It's what the fuck? That doesn't tell you anything. What's well, a big face? I guess. And they sell. Yeah, this yeah. movie did well. So worked for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My number ten, great movie. Didn't care for the poster, and that's Halloween three. Never fucking cared for that shit. With all the fucking imagery in the movie, you could have fucking picked from and shit. This is what we got. Don't jump in a fucking lake. And number nine, I have Predator. The first mm. movie. Yeah. Just got Arnold up there and then the fucking stupid colors, you know, that for uh, Predator Vision or whatever. Doesn't really give you shit. But, you know, Arnold's big enough to where he was selling the movie. My number nine, also... A great fucking movie, but a stupid fucking poster. And that's John Carpenter's The Thing. What is this about? A fucking guy with a flashlight head or some with shit? A tiny face? Yeah. Oh, it's that lantern head movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
That almost made my list. Piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And number eight, I have Fight Club. Where they're just holding the fucking soap up. You know, this looks like a fucking comedy or something. Uh, I don't particularly care for the movie to begin with, but that poster was even worse. Uh, great book. Fuck that movie, though. Well, number eight, I have The Predator. I guess you got to sell it with, you know, the almost offensive name really big at the top and your star on there. But I you know you didn't want to give it away. But the first shot of the movie, you know, it's a fucking alien movie. So you gave it away there. You could have. Could have done something a lot better if you would have done that fucking iconic image where it's like the half predator helmet and shit and it's red and should have just went with fucking that. But yeah, something. Just give him something. Uh, number seven. I have Die Hard Two, which just has bruce willis giving the goofiest fucking face like he doesn't know what's going on and then there's like an airplane in trouble next to him fucking dumb piece <laughs> of shit poster not a great movie either but the fucking poster with number seven yes this is the newest poster i have and the movie hasn't even come out yet it's halloween ends it's like Jamie Curtis and Michael Myers back to back. It's <laughs> fucking dumb. It's like fucking Pretty Woman, but <laughs> Halloween's fucking stupid. I guess she's getting out of the hospital the next movie, huh? Hopefully she's going into hospice. I can't say that. I don't I just didn't care for the shit. <laughs> At number six, I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Has some chick holding a fucking chainsaw and has got some stupid mask on. And then it just looks like shit. Looks fucking dumb. As dumb as it is, I guess. (laughs) Number six, I have Victor Crowley. Say what you want about the first movie, but that poster was cool, where it was just the fucking bloody hatchet. You knew what you were getting into. This is a fucking terrible photoshopped picture of Victor Crowley with, like, half neon blue and half neon orange vomit in the background. It's just fucking ugly as shit and a total, total departure from that original fucking poster. At number five, I have Alien. It's just got a fucking egg on it. You know? It's like the fucking Howard the Duck poster or something. You know, it's just, it's just dumb. Well, at least on the Howard the Duck poster, you knew he was whacking off in there. Right. <laughs> number five? Yes. Number five is another newish one. And that's the poster for uh, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Where he's like standing in a sunflower field and it's all fucking blasted with light. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? It's so goddamn unappealing. Rubbish, mate. For the bin. And number four, I have Halloween H2O. 
This one has Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Kirk, whatever. Uh, Jamie Kirk Lee Douglas. <laughs> and then everybody else in the cast behind her lined up. You know, those posters I just hate that are just like all the fucking people in it. Who gives a shit? Give me something to get excited about. Number four. Four. four I have Wishmaster. What the who the fuck is that guy? He doesn't look like fucking anybody or nothing. It looks like this is gonna be some kind of vampire movie or some shit. What the fuck is going on? You had this fucking makeup that you paid I don't know how much for. Use it. At number three, I have Avengers. Take your pick on which fucking Avengers movie, because all these posters look the same and they look like shit. It's like you guys had a lot of money to fucking work with. Could have made a cool poster. Instead, it's just the cast without their masks looking like, I don't know, here comes some fucking aliens or something. It's not like there's decades of reference images. Right. (laughs) Number three, I have the poster for Terror Firmer. Always hated it. Thought it looked ugly as shit, and not only that, but just the quality of the images are fucking terrible. And the images they picked are just fucking unappealing. Which one's this one? I don't remember. Uh, it has like the uh, burnt up transsensual face on the front that doesn't even look good. It's not a good makeup or anything, and it's kind of blurry. And then the background's just like ugly fire, like ugly stock fucking fire. And then it has like film ribbons of just pictures from the movie. It's just an ugly fucking indie movie thing. Yeah. Yeah. Rubbish, mate. At number two, I have just about any movie with Tom Cruise in it. Because again, it's just a fucking picture of him. Like, it'll just be a close-up of his face, like, fucking smiling or something. It's like, shows you nothing about the fucking movie for any of his shit. Fuck this guy. My number two is the Christmas poster for Clifford the Big Red Dog. (laughs) Fuck these people. This is just false advertising at its fucking most deplorable the shit takes place in the goddamn spring. There is no snow in this movie at all. People are outside playing fucking frisbee and shit. Yet they fucking put out Christmas posters for the fucking movie to get people who just like Christmas movies to come see their piece of dog shit. Fucking assholes. At number one, Tom. I have, again, a take your pick, and this would be the Scream fan franchise. Horrible fucking posters. Like, like the worst, because it's number one. The worst. Every one of them is just dog shit. <laughs> well, my number one, again, it's an all-encompassing thing like yours. And they are the Marvel movie slash modern blockbuster posters Mm -hmm. where it's just random busts of their characters with neon vomit in the background and just uninspired garbage. 
you know, and I get it. You know, posters used to be a thing that would create buzz for a movie. Uh, nobody gives a shit about the posters anymore. It's not, it's not an art form. You know, they're just like cranking them out there. It's like, hey, they're gonna come watch it anyway. Fuck it. You know. Rest in peace, movie posters. <laughs> so uh, I guess since we were both uh, shitting on uh, Marvel movie posters. Let's go with our, uh, for next week, our uh, top 10 Marvel Comics covers. How about that, Joe? Marvel Comics, okay. Specifically Marvel. So let me just write Marvel covers right there. And then I'm going to say last week to get your fucking Halloween orders in. If you want some DWN shit for Halloween, get it in this week. I got a bunch of stuff I'm fucking making uh there's gonna be some very happy zula gals and zooligans at night of the zooligans coming up in october and maybe some even happier ones at old fright fest at the end of october so i got a lot of that shit going on and uh no like i said i'd like to make some stuff that i would <laughs> like to make personal projects as they will and uh me cutting off Halloween orders at the end of this week or next week and whatever, because no one's going to buy shit anyways, will help me out with that, hopefully. But who knows? A monkey wrench can get thrown into everything, and everything can just go to fucking hell, and that's just the way life is, Joe. Yep. So if you want something from DWNProductions.net in time for Halloween, get your fucking orders in this week. Otherwise, uh, still got a few hats left, still got a few jerkling rags left, didn't take those down yet, like I said I did, just because I've had other shit to be taken care of, and yeah, I think that's all on my end. Alright, after that, you can go to fastcustomshirts.com, you place an order. It's going to take a little bit to, to get shipped out, more than likely, unless I already have it in stock. But you're going to order the size that I don't have, because that's the way it happens every fucking time. Uh, probably going to order a screen you don't have. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> I'm busy this week, next week. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, place an order, and it'll get to you sometime. I was going to try and reach over. And grab the boy gob shirt that's over there. But my arms aren't long enough. I'm not fantastic enough. But hopefully you are. And you'll head on over to fastcustomshirts.com. Or go to boygob.com. And you will find a link there that says, hey, buy the boy gob shirt. Click on that motherfucker and buy the boy gob shirt. Also at boygob.com. You can find links to the Facebook page where you can watch this streaming live every Sunday night, God willing, at 10 p.m. Central. And there's a link to the YouTube page if that is more your speed. So boygob.com has all the juicy shit that your fat little rumps can't handle. And on that note, I hope you all have just a fucking wonderful week. And all your hopes and dreams come true. Unless you are, of course, a straight white male. Then <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. All right, then. Boy, God.
Oh, oh, oh.